welcome to Friday. Oh, I'm so happy it's here. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, the final show of the week. And what a week it has been. Of course, we do wealth insurance. Man, just the headlines today alone is all you need to know about why you need to have some. 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And, and, and I'll say this, I'm a little punch drunk. Well, I'm not drunk at, at all, but uh, use the phrase. Uh, last night, uh, I uh, I was at the Scottsdale Center for the Performing Arts. I sponsor a, a lot of events that I don't talk about on the air because it's not about selling gold. Um, and uh, I actually, uh, the salespeople at uh, the station here in Phoenix and I had this talk about it last night. Because obviously they want me to uh, use this microphone as a uh, as a way to draw attention, uh, and and I was conflicted because I said, well, I don't want to confuse the two things. I always, you know, I always tell people you put it back where you found it. When you when you do business with us, we in turn uh, support our local communities and and make sure you don't look at through the purchase of the radio station in Denver. By the way, shout out to all you Phoenix people uh, and Arizona people, I should say, uh, that have responded uh, 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 earlier this week. We had put a request out uh, for the shows that you like, shows you don't like, and we tried some different things and and uh, was blown away because I don't talk about it. I used to talk about it. I haven't talked about it very often on this show. You know, we bought the radio station while we're in the process. We're... We're getting ready to close on the radio station uh, that I've been on for 23 years up in Colorado. And, uh, you know, as a way of putting it back and making sure uh, that the right messages are heard. And in Phoenix, uh, every year I sponsor uh, a couple of different events. Uh, This one uh, was at the Scottsdale Performing Arts Center last night. Uh, Mike Gallagher, uh, uh, Larry Elder, but the two people that I was there to see were was Sebastian Gorka and uh, Michelle Malkin. Uh, Gorka, you probably have heard of. If you have not heard of Michelle Malkin, she is an author. She is a Filipino woman. Uh, her parents uh, immigrated legally here to the United States. Um, and she is a uh, a diehard conservative. She has a new book out, which is uh, one of the reasons why I was interested in in sponsoring this event. It's called Open Borders Inc. Uh, I haven't cracked it yet. I just got a copy last night, uh, but it it goes. And I, and I always say, you know, everything we talk about here is always financial. And why I was so excited with this book, Open Borders Inc. She follows the money of. Who's really behind this thing, uh, and and who uh, is is the supporter of the open border initiative and getting rid of countries in general and all of those things, and then uh, Sebastian Gorka, uh, why we fight is his book, and and it's one of the people that uh, I'm interested in in the 
He's just starting out here in talk radio. Uh, blown away. I thought he was brilliant. Uh, we had a great conversation, uh, him and I, last night. Uh, so it, it was a later night for me. So if I'm a little slow today, uh, you'll know why I was up late last night and, and doing those things. But uh, I'll tell you what I'll do. And in, in talking to uh, Salem uh, last night, the next event, I'll, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it, but it's not a gold thing. I, I, I try to keep a low profile. Uh, I want to support my community. I want to support uh, the values uh, that I talk about on the air. One of the things when you deal uh, with me, here's one thing I, I will guarantee you. I practice what I preach uh, and everything that I do. I buy gold and silver just like all of you. Uh, I support uh, people that that uh, I feel like are trying to be uh, silenced, trying to be shut down. Uh, you know, I believe in our Constitution, and I like to uh, uh, support uh, conservative causes, and, and I did that again last night, uh, and it was great. It was it was really a cool event. It was the first time I've actually been to that Performing Arts Center great great setup there so uh so anyway having said all that uh if that's another if you need another reason because so let's face it there's a lot of people you can buy gold and silver for a lot of people uh but if you want another reason why you buy from patriot uh i hope that was one of them 800-951-0592 now i gotta tell you i've seen a lot and this is you know i'm not on satellite radio so I've got to use proper language. But I've seen a lot of baloney in my day. A lot of baloney. And, and I will tell you, this morning tops maybe the cake of all time. Uh, we had uh, uh, gold and silver retest those lows from last week uh, and, and have I bounced off and whatnot, and I, and I just thought it was odd. I'm like, the data's terrible. We had, oh, I shouldn't say it's terrible. We had bad data today. But when we get back, I'll tell you why it was. And if anybody wants to believe that, then, you know, I, I've got oceanfront property right here in the Valley of the Sun to sell you. 800-951-0592. Uh, I'm going to give out a U.S. Silver Eagles 425 for this second. Hurry up. 800-951-0592. If you want to buy a case of Silver Eagles, say 5 bucks a roll. I'll put your cost down to 420 a roll. 10500 Uh The reason why I'm saying hurry up, uh, because uh, Silver... Uh, I don't know how long I'll be able to keep it here. Uh, gold and silver got whacked this morning. It was like uh, an assassination attempt. And and it just brought me back to when I first started here uh, working with Eric. And when, some, when, when a day when you're like, man, gold and silver got to be flying. So I got up late today. So normally I'm at work before 530 in the morning. I didn't leave my house this morning until after 5.30. And that's a when 
economic data comes out because it's what is eight thirty in New York, uh, and we had gotten um, consumer spending, which you know has been the only real bright spot this year, and and then we got durable goods, two big important numbers, and and they were just. They were not good. Durable goods was negative, it, and then when you when you looked at you know the inside the number of the Fed. Oh, we got this favorite number that was even that was severely negative. If you took out uh, Pentagon spending, it was down almost a whole percent. Which for durable goods, that's a massive, massive number and a big miss on durable goods. Uh, consumer spending barely moved. It was only a tenth of a percent in consumer spending. Right? We need the consumer doing three and a half, four percent to keep this two percent GDP thing going. Uh, and again, inside of the day, the business investment was terrible, and all this and that. And and I'm like, man, gold's got to be roaring. And I look up, and, and and gold's you know down like twenty twenty five bucks. What is going on? Uh, of course, now right now uh, it, it's down eleven and still rising. Silver, silver was down uh, big, big, big number. Uh, it was down almost fifty cents to the ounce. Right now, silver, same thing as gold. Now only down thirty cents, seventeen sixty, uh, and getting ready uh, to continue to move up. But here's what happened. While I was asleep. A quote-unquote unidentified rumor, quote, source. Uh, don't know if it was the same uh, a whistleblower uh, in the Ukraine. Said that, and this was a, an Iranian source, said that the United States was willing to lift the Iranian sanctions if Iran agreed to talk. And, and I'm like, Wait a minute, you just blew up an oil field. And you're now saying that we are agreeing to get rid of all the sanctions just for you to talk to us? Yeah, I don't think so, right? Of course, nobody believes that. But yet, there it is. Uh, and, and to top it off, that wasn't up in Saudi Arabia. Right on cue, came out and said, uh, and again, again, unidentified source, blah, 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 that they had agreed to a partial ceasefire with the Yemen rebels. Now, I don't know what a partial ceasefire is. What does that mean? Hey, we'll, we'll only fight every other day? Or, hey, we're going to just, uh, instead of launching ten missiles, we'll only launch five apiece? I mean, I'm not sure, right? Made no sense. And then, of course, everybody was all optimistic about the trade thing, which I keep telling you is a bunch of, uh, it's just not true. And and here you go, bam, gold's down, silver's down, the Dow's up and roaring, right? Everybody's in a great mood. And then about, I don't, I, I would say 20 minutes ago, 25 minutes ago, right before I got on the air, everything's changed now. Uh, the Dow is now negative. Uh, here you go. Uh, gold's down eight bucks now, uh, back to fifteen hundred. 
Uh, here comes silver as well, 1765 uh, and rising. I'll try to keep you updated. It's going to be a fast move. And I knew it this morning. When I got to work, I said, I'm not changing the prices. I know this is BS. It, 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 as soon as I change them all, it's going to go the other way. And then I gave up hope. I changed them all. And, of course, uh, I guess I should have just got it over with earlier. Maybe they would have rallied even earlier yet. Uh, but here's what's happened. The United States let it be known. They're, they're Listen, we're going in. We're going to try our best to get a deal with China in the trade thing. But it's not... Uh, and, and, and I'm going to tell you this, it won't work, but I love it. Because now we're starting to be honest. Right? We're in this to win it, and we need to win it. I don't think it's going to matter if we win or not, but we still got to win. We got to try. Got to try. Listen, we can't give up hope. We cannot let China take over the world. We can't. It's not a trade war, and I've told you this the whole time. So here's what happened 25 minutes ago. We announced, remember now, China's coming on the 10th of October. If we don't have something, good progress at this meeting, and we won't get a deal this meeting, don't worry about that. But if we don't have any type of progress, this it's over. It'll be over until after the election, which it's going to be anyway. But we ratcheted it up. Now we... We let everybody know that we are thinking about delisting all Chinese companies from the United States stock markets. Delisting China's stocks. Uh, this is what's got everybody all of a sudden rattled again. Uh, but but again, understand. I think we've got to we got to put all our cards on the table now. Right, this is it. It's time to go. Listen, either you do what we want, or here it is. This is all the things we're going to do. We're gonna we're gonna delist your stocks. We're gonna ban you on you know stuff that we do to Venezuela, stuff that we do to Iran. Uh, we're probably gonna have to do to China. I don't know if we can do it to China. They, they're just I mean they're the second biggest economy in the world based on dollars. Now if you, you know really we can argue who's bigger based on stuff. It doesn't matter. But this is what's just happened. We'll watch it all play out. Uh, Wall Street is still trying to uh, digest exactly what it is and waiting for more comments out of, of, of the White House. But the report is considering a limit to Chinese companies trading on U.S. exchanges uh, this is Bloomberg. Bloomberg is the one uh, that originally, at least, is giving credit for breaking the stories. Uh, again, the infamous people familiar, right? We don't know who, uh, indicate that a crackdown on capital flows uh, would intensify the tariff battle being waged. And listen, this isn't good for either side. And, and, and I've said this all along. The most likely outcome is no deal and either we've got to do one of two things give in and just say okay and China buys more stuff right they buy the soybeans they buy the hogs right 
and, and they'll throw in other stuff, right? Maybe they'll buy some corn, right? Some wheat, and and maybe they'll buy, you know, more. I don't know, recycled cardboard and and uh, aluminum and all the scrap metal, right? Who knows? Obviously, you know, one thing that China will buy that we don't want to sell them is intellectual property. They'll, but they buy it too. They don't care. They'll steal it or buy it. Either one, you pick. Uh, and, and so now I think this is the next logical step, which is, okay, we're probably not going to get a deal here. What are we prepared to do? Again, this kind of caught the market off guard. They were celebrating. I don't even know how we, anybody in the right mind could think, hey, Iran, tell you what, you just blew up these oil fields. You've been putting mines in the Strait of Hormuz. Hey, we're going to take off all the sanctions just for you to come to the table. Yeah, that come on. Now, could we start talking to them? Sure. Are the sanctions going to come off before the talk start? Uh, there's not a chance. That's not going to happen. Uh, and again, the partial ceasefire, all that good news uh, out the window. Uh, we'll wait for more. De- if any more details break about it, I will inform you before we get off the air. But it looks, there, and, and again, this, I'll, I'll just think, say what I think this is. We will delist Chinese companies from the stock market. Delisting Chinese companies from the stock market, preventing capital flows. Would we also prevent them from investing in our market or putting their money into our markets? Could be. Uh, What would that do to Wall Street? My guess is that would not be a good thing. Uh, Listen, China, you know, we, we, we can sit there and say that uh, they're not a rich country. And yes, if you took the uh, 1.4 billion people and said, well, the average pay down there is, uh, and I don't know what it is, but 10,000 or 15,000, right? See how much richer we are. Well, it's a lot cheaper to live in China. Well, you know, relatively, depends on where you're living. I should say Hong Kong, not cheap at all. Well, it probably got cheaper now. Uh, but, but neither here nor there. My, the point being, China's got a lot of millionaires. A lot of billionaires. Uh, you know, the the big slowdown in housing, a lot of that's from the Chinese not buying houses anymore. Yeah, I mean, we do know that, right? I mean, that's a, they're, they're a good part of our economy. Uh, and, and I would imagine the same thing goes for Wall Street, right? It could, if we decide that this is, this is why I think we're going to hear more of this, I believe, between now and October 10th. We're going to let China know, you better come in serious. Serious about what it is that we're saying. Because remember what I told you the other day. China China thinks, hey, listen, okay, so we helped you out. Right? Because we haven't bought any soybeans. We haven't bought any pork from you. And we did it right now in a good faith gesture. We want you to meet us halfway. So I kind of look at that, and I'm thinking, go back to April. Remember when April, you know, all the way back to April, when we thought that we had a deal? Remember, oh, we can have a deal as early as next week. And then China came back with the old red pen thing and essentially said, oh, we didn't agree to anything. I mean, literally the whole thing. Said, nah, no. 
So now I'm saying, well, 50, what we, China's willing to do, hey, we'll meet you somewhere in the middle on the uh, thing in April. The middle's no good. That's not good enough. Because really the middle to the Chinese is, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll agree to buy all this stuff. And uh, maybe we'll loosen uh, some, of your, uh, some of the requirements for your countries to come here. But all the rest of it, forget about it. Right? No, you're turning over your stuff. We're going to steal your stuff. We're going to do all that stuff. So the most likely uh, scenario, at least in my opinion, is is we've got to get more serious. What are we going to do next? Because tariffs alone aren't going to work. I mean, think about it. We, we've, we've slapped these tariffs on 25% and... 10% and now it's an extra 5% and this and that and all that and and uh, so far it's, it hasn't killed it. It, it hasn't helped but it hasn't killed either country and and is, is China slowing down? Yes are we slowing down? Yes is it like oh my god the sky is falling? Not yet very interesting news. It always comes out on Friday, doesn't it? It's our radio news hour. Uh, we'll be back right after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, Ed Martin. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. These 31 simple words are one of the few things almost every American has in common. Most of us have fond memories of putting our hands over our hearts and facing the flag as we deliver our solemn gesture of respect and pride at the beginning of school. Even though we all have this deeply personal connection, Very few of us know the beautiful story behind these beautiful words. The author of the pledge was a man named Francis Bellamy. He attended the public schools as a child, so he knew where the pledge would be going. He started his adult life as a Baptist minister, but went on to take a position in the promotions department of the family magazine Youth's Companion. One of his primary duties was to promote a patriotic display in public schools nationwide in honor of the 400th anniversary of Christopher Columbus's iconic voyage to America. Bellamy successfully lobbied President Benjamin Harrison to declare Columbus Day an official holiday. Another task Bellamy was assigned to was drafting a short pledge to be recited by the schoolchildren in unison. After hours of arduous mental labor on a sultry August evening, Bellamy completed his greatest masterpiece. It wasn't the pledge you and I know today, but it spread like wildfire throughout America. After 50 years, it was officially codified in the U.S. flag code. In 1954, the words under God were added to acknowledge our reliance as a nation on divine providence. Some noisy liberals have tried to decimate and desecrate the pledge throughout the years. That shouldn't come as a surprise. Liberals tend to have a problem with anything patriotic. However, despite criticism and hate, the Pledge of Allegiance remains a grand American tradition. It reminds us to never back down or sit down in defense of America. The Pledge of Allegiance lets the world know that America will forever stand united. Let's broadcast its message 
from sea to shining sea. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Whether it's the vision of our founding fathers, the courage of our veterans, the moral compass of Christopher Columbus, or the fortitude of presidents like Lincoln and Reagan, the truth of history should not be undercut by liberal ideology. At Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, we honor history even as we look to the future. Join us at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. 800-951-0592 is the toll-free number. Uh, Rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles. You know, this is how silver is crazy, right? It, it, you know, you think about uh, 80s <laughs> and all that stuff, right? If silver was a person, right, it'd be all drugged up, right? It'd be all drugged up. It'd be in the the class with all the quote-unquote special kids and and uh, you know, medicated to the max. Silver has moved like a dollar twenty-five in both directions this week, uh, which is you know what when you're talking about seventeen and a half, seventeen seventy-five, you know, seventeen and a half to eighteen and a half dollars. That's a big move, but that is how volatile it is. Uh, and at four twenty-five, this is this is kind of. You know, like the basement uh, support now. Uh, could it break support? Yeah, it could. Um, but again, I don't think it's got that much more even left in it. Um, looks like a very good double retest uh, this morning. Of course, it was made up on ridiculousness. right? And that's the part that that uh, always gets me. You know, I used to get so mad. I'd be Eric used to be like, dude, you you got to relax. Right? And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to yell at everybody. This is a bunch of bull crap. They're manipulating. They're this. They're that. And he's like, yeah, uh, duh. <laughs> yeah. That's what they do. And and then uh, uh, none of that. Listen, we're not release, re- getting rid of sanctions on Iran. Right? And especially not just so they can come talk to us. Right? That's not happening. Uh, the war with Yemen and the Saudis, that isn't uh, a partial ceasefire, whatever the heck that means. Yet, yeah, How long is that going to last? A day? Two days? Uh, give me a break. Uh, the trade talk, all this optimism is all misplaced. I get it. Listen, we want to try to be positive. We want China to listen. We want to deal. We do want them to do uh, a deal with us. Of course we do. We'd be fools not to. But they're not going to stop being a communist country. I don't know why people won't figure that out. It's not going to happen. I love what I saw today, which is, hey, let me tell you what's going to happen after the tariffs. Because tariffs are happening, right? The ones that are going on the 15th, they're going to have. The ones in December, they're going to have. They're, they're, they're happening. And I say that only because I don't believe China's going to stop being a communist country, right? If you think that that they are, right, then call me up and sell all your stuff today. Because uh, if they're going to stop being a communist country, you can sell it today and, and call me back in a couple of years and buy it for a lot less. But if you think China is going to stay a communist nation, then you want to be a buyer today. You got a good, uh, a great double test that we didn't need. 
made up on a bunch of fantasy wishes and make-believe, right? I mean, you know, right? And there's going to be the unicorns are going to start running through the streets and you know, all that other stuff out there. Uh, that's not going to happen. So 800 951 So let's get to actual stuff. What happened really for the United States? First, we had durable goods. Durable goods, another, uh, well, we can argue about the miss. You know, normally what you do with durable goods is you strip out defense and you strip out airplanes, Boeing, right? Take those out and where are you at? Negative six-tenths was the number. You know, it's just not good. Uh, Businesses, and these are things that are, you know, building things that last more than three years. And this is before the GM strike. This is an August number. I wonder what GM will count for. Do you think they'll take? I, I bet you they take GM out somehow, seasonally adjust them. You know, GM hasn't built a car in two weeks, uh, so I can't imagine September's durable goods going to be a, a good number. Uh, but but they're saying that uh, the rest of the report outside of the Pentagon uh, was 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 not good. Down six tenths of a percent. Businesses. Uh, not investing, not building, all of those things. Of course, that's a big number for GDP. And then the really important number. And, and you hear them say this on the TV. If with the consumer stops spending, right, then we got trouble. They, they, they had consumer spending. Again, this was an August number. And the August number uh, came in. Consumer spending was now up just one-tenth of a percent. Well below expectations. Uh, you know, and you sit there and I think the uh, the biggest thing was July was a pretty was was a was an okay number. July was pretty healthy. But Amazon has that Amazon Prime Day in July that gives it a bump and then August kind of took it all back. Uh, so so the actual data from today, uh, consumer spending really weak. We can't make it on that. We need, I mean, three-tenths at least, uh, really probably closer to at least four-tenths every single month, uh, only a one-tenth there. That would put consumer spending, you no know, you annualize if that was the number. That would only be 1.2%, uh, which would uh, just destroy... Uh, the the GDP number. Remember yesterday we got G- final revision second quarter GDP. It's dated two. So last year GDP second quarter four point two percent. This year two percent. Third quarter last year was three point four. I'll just point that out. Uh, are we, is that having going to continue? Are we going to see a one seven read on GDP? We'll have to wait and see. But those were real numbers. Well, as real as they get, right? Because it's still all seasonally adjusted. We we know, right? We don't like using real numbers uh, because of the fact that real numbers uh, doesn't allow us to, what, manipulate and cheat and make things appear better than what they really were. Uh, But nonetheless, a lot of weakness in the August numbers, at least so far. Uh, How that will play out, we'll continue to watch it. Uh, but it does look like this is the first time 
that I've seen where we've talked about what comes after tariffs for the Chinese. And, and it looks like it is going to be capital flows, uh, meaning uh, we're going to either, I, I don't know, I don't have details yet. Are we, are we talking an all-out ban, banning Chinese companies from listing in the United States? Uh, does that does that mean future companies? Does that mean existing companies? Uh, I, we don't know yet, but it looks like this is the first time we've talked about, hey, when these trade talks don't work out, this is what's coming next. We'll have to wait and see. 800-951-0592. Uh, gold's down 9 at 1499 uh, again, well off uh, the bottom of this morning. We had a, a double test of the bottoms from last week uh, on the, uh, just some ridiculous stories, but uh, gold's uh, starting to, here you go, there you go, uh, 1,500. Uh, as we keep watching here, silver uh, down 25 cents, and, and uh, we'll see for how long. Uh, again, silver anywhere near seventeen and a half dollars. Buy it, buy it, buy it. U.S. Silver Eagles, uh, four hundred and twenty-five dollars. Uh, buy a case, say five bucks a roll, ten thousand five hundred at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Okay, a little more clarity now. Uh, CNBC. The White House is weighing a block on all U.S. investments in China. Now, I want to be clear. This is uh, preliminary stages is what they're saying. Listen, they're talking about it. You know this is this has been in the works for a while. But now they're letting the markets know. Nothing's been decided as of yet. Again, I don't think anything gets decided until after the 10th. There is no timetable yet for this to be implemented. So they're, 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 they're being vague. The discussion does include, here's where they weren't vague, blocking all U.S. investment in Chinese companies, according to CNBC. Blocking all U.S. investments in Chinese companies, according to CNBC. Wow. That is huge. I don't even know if it's possible. I I mean, I guess it is. Also, restricting investments in Chinese entities are meant to protect U.S. investors from excessive risk due to lack of regulatory supervision. So this is the cover. Hey, and really, here's what it is. I think this is going to go... For, we're both both countries going for the knockout. China's not going to give in, and and we we gotta we gotta we gotta throw all our punches. We gotta let our hands go. And I and I think what they're saying is, hey, this is going to get real painful. All you uh, and 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 I don't know, like us on the street, the day to day guys, we don't even know what we have. Depends on what box you check on your 401k. My guess is most of us have some exposure to China without knowing it, but this is about pension funds. 
We got a lot of money over there. Trust me when I tell you that. They say that the deliberations come as the United States is looking for a diff- additional levers of influence in the trade talks that resume October 10th. So there you go. Right? The United States is saying, okay, we got to go. Make a decision. We the, This isn't going to work. We're not going to get a deal. China's not taking us seriously enough. What else can we do? Bloomberg was first reported the, the story earlier Friday, now being confirmed by CNBC. They say that in addition to the all-out ban from United States entities into Chinese companies, they are also considering ways to limit uh, the Chinese companies from being listed on American stock exchanges, which includes delisting all current Chinese companies and putting a limit on U.S. government pension funds. That Wow. U.S. government, I'm reading this for the first time. U.S. government pension fund exposures to the Chinese market. There you go, I told you. By the way, uh, Chinese stocks uh, 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 getting hit hard right now. Again, our stock market was up big this morning on all what I'll call phony baloney. Uh, we've turned around now and gone the other way. Uh, the Chinese yuan uh, now hitting one of the weakest levels. Uh, it looks like 717. So uh, continued weakness uh, with the Chinese renminbi. So according to CNBC... Nothing's been decided. These are, we have leaked, if you will, talks that have been happening inside the White House about, okay, listen, we've, painted, we've done all we can. Right? We've, we've, we've tried to be nice. We're trying to be uh, putting a good spin on this stuff. Because you know they're talking still, right? The, the whole fly-in on October 10th, I mean... Does that meeting get canceled after this leak? I don't know. Boy, could you imagine? That'd be bad. And, and that would be, I mean, good for gold and silver, but that'd be a bad thing. But now they're saying, okay, after the tariffs, what comes next? And, and this is a big one. The banning of U.S. You know, equity investment into Chinese companies and into China's stock market as well as the delisting of Chinese companies in the U.S. stock market and then preventing the pension funds, which I think it's probably going to take the pension funds a while. You, you don't just sell out of these positions. Maybe you do. I don't know. I don't know how, how big that number is. I would love to know it. Wouldn't you love to know? What are we talking about? How much have we invested in our own demise? Right, that's what gets me. I get it, right? You're right. You know, you got to try to make money and get a return, but at what cost? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Final segment on a Friday. I know Fridays are just crazy, right? Everybody, don't touch that dial. 
final segment of the week coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow, the Nasdaq, the S&P, all negative today. Uh, gold is still negative, but uh, continuing to keep coming back. Now down seven, fifteen oh one. Here comes silver, right? Silver uh, now down uh, less than a quarter, right? Seventeen sixty four. And as we continue to watch, more details coming out now. Uh, I'll say this: if this happened. And we initiate the banning of all U.S. investment in Chinese companies. And we delist all Chinese companies from our exchanges. What are we talking about? New all-time highs in gold? I don't know. $25 silver? Maybe 30 it, But I don't know. I mean... I want to know. You know what I really want to know? I want to know who's who's investing all this money in these Chinese companies. That's what I want to know. Right? Who's funding our own demise? Right? Wouldn't you want to know that? Who's funding our own demise? Oh, actually, we probably don't want to know, do we? 800-951-0592. Uh, you know what? I lowered the price because of the move, and I'm just going to be too lazy to unlower them. So... Pieces fifteen seventy five. U.S. Silver Eagles at four and a quarter. Buy a case, save five bucks a roll. Ten thousand five hundred on the case. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And and just as a a reminder, the open forum today. A man that uh, I just have the the utmost respect for. Uh, and when you're talking about food and our nation's food supply, uh, Bill Roberts is, is just an expert on the subject. He's going to be on the open forum. He's got more news uh, there as, again, these mega corporations trying to control everything uh, from uh, anything we put in our mouths. They want to control it. Anywhere we go, they want to spy on us, right? They're spying in our homes. They're spying in our cars. I mean, that's everything, right? Why not? Might as well control the food as well. Uh, for you guys in Phoenix, go to 1360khnc.com, uh, and you can listen to the open forum there. Uh, you know, it's a great, great, great information. Every time Bill's been on, uh, the news has just been incredible. He's going to be live uh, on the open forum today, so make sure after this program, first, buy your silver, buy your gold. Second, go to 1360KHNC and listen to Bill Roberts. He's going to be joined with Steve Stars uh, on the open forum. 800 951 The Dow's down. Uh, about 85, 95 points now. It's starting to pick up a little steam here. Uh, the S&P's down 20. The Nasdaq's down 100. Uh, as uh, the United's, obviously, we've deliberately leaked this out. Uh, talking about uh, before China comes on the 10th. Apparently, China didn't give us a warm fuzzy, did they? Obviously, they didn't. Right? Remember the president the other day? Oh, we could have a deal. We could. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, sure we could. And a monkey can fly out of my butt, too. Well, 
apparently that didn't happen. 800-951-0592. We'll get the open forum coming up next on 1360KHNC.com. Hey, have a great weekend, though. We'll see what happens on Monday.